Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Diaz. I'm Scott. And we're keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. This episode is brought to you by Big Ear Pedals, one of our favorite pedal companies. It is. I want a loaf. You get... Oh, yeah. Uh, we're getting pedals soon, aren't we? Yeah. Oh. I think he's still super backlogged. But yes. Oh, that's cool. I'm yes, excited. That was, that, that was how sponsorships are supposed to work is <laughs> we receive some form of compensation to provide promotional time that's yeah that's how our sponsorships are supposed to work hey so if you make stuff and you want to give us stuff and we like talk about your stuff really cool thing we're doing so <laughs> i think there I, I mean we'll take on almost anybody no we won't okay um it, but, but you know who you know what if you if you really want to support the show we will take money from anybody if you go to patreon.com slash the effects loop and you can give us money there all you want um you can join there's certain levels you can give as much as or as little as you want um a lot of people are giving very little right now uh like nothing so um but uh there's a level you can get in our chat group and uh if we like you we'll put you in the real one if not you know there's that other one over there and then uh yeah so some episode's brought to you by big ear pedals and listeners like you so go check out big ear pedals at bigearpedals.com all right, Scott, what's new with you? Uh, Gear-wise, yeah. nothing. Yeah, me too. Unless you start... I, I finally admitted to people that that guitar that Kevin Equitz is building is mine. So I am getting more photos of it constantly. I've been, I haven't been in the chat room a lot. Have you shared them in there? Uh, Not really. One here or there. Yeah. But he, his Instagram feed now, he was showing off him chiseling the top of it the other day. It was pretty sweet and you're like watching listening to some barry white and like watching it like, well so a fun thing when you when you build a custom guitar with him he actually sends you a link and you make a playlist of basically you get to force him to listen to music that to like get <laughs> mojo it, into the guitar yeah th- that is creepily awesome yeah so i got like uh i just threw some of my favorite albums in there so there's like sleeping at last is on that um Incubus I would just put morning views on there. I'd put um, uh, Mambo number five for twenty five hours. <laughs> this, this sounds like what I did to the pledges <laughs> during Hell Week one year with Spice Girls wannabe, just over and over and over again. Yeah, um, if you want to be my, you know what, dude? I wish if you would have done that to me, you would have walked in, you would have seen like thirty other pledges on the ground crying, and me with my shirt off just dancing. I'll tell you what I want, what I really want. You're like, this guy is either a legend or we need to get him out of here now. <laughs> we, you either fully broke him, or yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> he, he's either completely done or he's a god. <laughs> like, yeah. But uh, that's like the people at work, man. It's so it's hilarious. I'm one of those weird people. If I get a song stuck in my head, it's stuck in my head for a month. <laughs> like every day, people have to listen to me sing the same song over and over again until I get hooked on something new. 
So yeah, I know we're nothing be... but a podcast full of office references, but with the squeaky chair with Jim and uh, Karen, where she just they keep trading <laughs> the chair back and forth, and so she starts just squeaking it and squeaking it and squeaking it. So he starts singing, "Love me, love me, say that you love me." She's like, "No, no, no, don't do it, don't do it." And yeah, it just goes nuts. And then yeah, Andy starts singing it. Just in the background, I miss old Andy. I like the original. Yeah, Andy I I like so Nard more. Dog. I don't like I don't like Andy once he got with Aaron. Mm, that's yeah. right. I think I feel like when Aaron was introduced, that's whenever he really changed. Well, they kind of just tried to make him Michael again. Yeah, I don't know why they would think Ed Helm would be the strong like. He was. Well, he was. When ne- did the Hangover happen in that? Because he just he had some big movies. But he was never the like star. I mean, the biggest, honestly, like, I mean, what, made, movie, the, what made the hangover work was Bradley Cooper being the douchebag, frankly. Right. And uh, what's his face? Uh, Zach Galifianakis. Yeah. Being the weirdo. Yeah. Like, that's what that was the movie. I mean, Ed Helms character was annoying as hell. He was kind of the straight man in that group, really. Yeah. I mean, he was just, I don't know. Like, I, I don't think Ed Helm has ever been really like the star. Well, he was in a, oh, remember they redid National Lampoon's Vacation? Yeah. I just and watched it like sucked. a few weeks ago and it terrible. It was horrible. I didn't even finish it. I mean, Ed, I, I can't think of a movie where Ed Helm was like the lead and it was a great movie. I'm opening up his IMDb. This is the show now. Yeah. Us <laughs> looking up IMDb. It, we're, you know, this is, now a dis ed helms uh podcast we spent like an hour talking to each other trying to come up with a topic and here we are well i was wondering why you were trying so hard i was like we're not even gonna like do it anyways we're just gonna get distracted with stuff because we have nothing new to talk about so we got to talk about something before you news mm-hmm. that's how the show goes hang over yeah you can't find one he wasn't a lead he was a he was like one of the leads, but it was an ensemble cast. Yeah, he's not really. Nope. National nope. Lampoon's Vacation was the one where he was the lead, and went right off the cliff. Same with Office. The show, I mean, it, it was a slow and painful death. On, and, and and honestly, like they should have gotten the clue when Ed Helms care whenever Andy was away in uh, on the boat. Those were some of the best episodes because he wasn't in it for the for that season. Yeah, but they never thought that Dwight could carry the show, so that was part of the reason why Dwight couldn't carry the show. With Michael gone, you really just had to have an ensemble. Like you had to so you had to move into kind of like the whole Friends style where there's multiple stories going on at once. I mean, mm. usually, I mean, they would have that even with Michael, but Michael was like the glue that tied all the stories together. Man, now I just feel bad for Elm Ed Helms. He just, no, I don't, I don't. I mean, he's very successful, but at the same time, just kind of just yeah. missing. Yeah, yeah, he he's kind of he's just that guy that's like always the supporting role, you know. Kind he's of like also, a Dana, he's like five, Dana Carvey. He's 5'11 and three quarters is his official height. Why wouldn't you just say six feet tall? 5'11 and three quarters? Wow. Why would you be that specific when you can just say six feet tall? Because he didn't want to be six feet. He didn't want to be cast as the tall guy. Yeah, I guess in Hollywood, six feet tall is tall. Yeah. 
So maybe he had to, he wanted to have it say five foot hmm. instead of six foot. I don't remember him on the Daily Show. I know he was one of the people on it. I don't remember. Oh, he was he was not a prominent uh, anchor. Didn't he do a lot of on? Uh, he did a lot of interviews, like not on the show. He always he did the remote interviews, which is usually my favorite bit. Yeah, those are usually great because they they actually edit stuff and everything. You know, yeah, like Jordan Klepper has been hilarious at that. But when they gave him his own show, wasn't that mm-hmm. great? Thing, and I don't watch the Daily Show anymore either. So. I, I like watch I like watching clips of the Daily Show. I, I don't I don't have Comedy Central. I don't watch cable, so I watch usually if I'm watching Daily Show stuff, it's on uh, Facebook. Yeah. Well, so the other thing new with me that you were making fun of me for earlier is yes, uh, I spent the whole weekend learning how to sail, which was pretty fun. No, no, no. Say it the other way. I was taking a sailing class. Thank you. That sounds even more upper middle class. Middle upper class, upper middle class. Yeah, so I am, I am just. I've had enough sun for like the next two weeks, sitting on a boat from eight eight a.m. till five p.m. That's it. That's a lot of sun, dude. It was ninety degrees here for the first time this weekend, uh, and it's been like well, maybe seventy. Well, until we're so good. like this was our first eat on top of like the first real sun so like i just fried and just sweated out everything yeah. in my system i guess i was i mean i'm from florida so like i'm from chicago the, we it snows here uh, half the year sounds fun sometimes snows in may which is crazy i'm down i don't like the heat i like it cold what do you think of negative 20 degrees weather do you like that we get about one week of it a year Negative 20 degrees? Yeah, everyone's you, car battery dies. Do you have to go outside? <laughs> I don't anymore. Yeah, I, okay, from home. <laughs> but, I, I would get those hand warmers and put them right down my pants. That's what I would do. <laughs> well, you know how like the, us annoying people have those seat warmers in our cars? That's exactly why. Is that season. Oh, oh. No, no, no. I had seat warmers in my truck when I had that, and that that, that was great. I love the seat warmers. Oh, funny story about seat warmers. Did I ever tell you this one? Um, yeah, I didn't know my truck had seat warmers, and I thought that my ass was just really hot and on the leather for three months, and the seat warmers were on in the middle of the summer. <laughs> I kid you not. They didn't tell me it had seat warmers. Yeah, you don't buy a leather-seated car without seat warmers up here because it just gets oh. so cold. Yeah. All right. Speaking All right, of so cold, anything new with you? <laughs> uh, well, speaking of so cold, um, no, uh, no, not really. I've I've been working like an absolute madman lately, and uh, <sighs> that's pretty much been my life right now is work, work, work. But no, so nothing new gear wise. Uh, I've actually been pretty good on my spending and uh trying to kick the habit i honestly ever since my upstairs upstairs neighbor like got mad about me being loud with the guitar i haven't really played oh the bowling team yeah the bowling team got really upset hmm. and honestly i don't like i don't know i'm very non-confrontational so i'm thinking about saving up to get the boss was air the headset thing oh yeah um so 
because I I really just I like that concept of just putting on that and then having the app to play with. And I don't know, plugging something into my guitar that like uh like plugging the actual like a unit into my guitar just feels weird. I don't know. Even though I'm gonna have to do that with the wireless, but I should loan you my uh Sonic Cake Buy Reactor. How, how, those are like pretty cheap, aren't they? Yeah, it's like forty bucks. I was gonna say there's really not a whole point to loan. I should just buy that maybe. But you, I mean, I don't know. I think I feel like the Boss ones. I just want to spend the money and get the good quality. I mean, I have the Iridium where I could plug headphones in, but I kind of want to now. If I'm like, well, I might as well buy those so I can just sit on the couch and like strum and have fun. Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing is just simply like. Um latency just becomes the biggest deal so like with wireless particularly right so that's where the waza stuff's supposed to be pretty good compared to right. like you know just buying like a bluetooth receiver and just using your normal like bluetooth headset yeah yeah that's where i mean uh will you has a set doesn't doesn't he he always said positive things but the the waza air yeah hmm. i believe he does i'm pretty sure he does or is it fuzzmonger one of them does, or both of them. I don't know. I don't know. Is that going to be the new piece of gear that we all own? Like how the the yeah. Volante has slowly become that. That's true. Has Chris owned a Volante? I know he played yours. Yeah, he had mine for a week. Um, yeah. uh, I think that's the only Strymon delay he hasn't had. Yeah. I know he's a big Strymon Dig guy. Like that's his favorite thing. I really want to do the Dig and Volante. Uh, what was that one delay pedal we were looking at? The uh, oh, that was uh, the multi-headed uh, one. The no, or the, it was the same week. There were two multi-head. There were two delays. Yeah, so, no, it wasn't the multi-head. It was the other one. It was uh, the Orca like, from, GFI. Yeah, the yeah. Orca. Orca. I speak Orca. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> okay um all right let's get on topic uh <laughs> did, so, did either did, uh, if listeners know as well they they started hearing the warmth and that's how we know we did our job oh my gosh i love the rotosphere so much <sighs> okay you really need one no i don't kylo what you i fed you earlier you fatty <laughs> that's what he <laughs> oh my gosh that's, go lay down dude that's horrible he's really just jealous that i'm not petting him all right so sackless audio works or however you pronounce that um Sakalis. okay yeah sackless audio works <laughs> <laughs> has the room number 40 you just pissed uh, off all of greece i think in the process of that buddy of Greece? Yeah, isn't that Greek? I don't know. There's a giant cat. I figure it might be Egyptian. Are those cat ears? I don't know. Why do we have listeners in Greece? One would hope because we're successful, but no. No, probably not. Oh. <sighs> Literally, I look up the word and it just has them. Maybe they made the word up. Kylo, I swear I have, dude. 
I'm not pausing this episode. It's the owner's last name. Okay. Is he from Greece? Couldn't tell you. It's not on his about page. (laughs) I'm getting really annoyed. All right. So we've got a marshal in a box. Two marshals in a box. Oh, two marshals at the same time? I don't know if it's a blend. I, I didn't bother reading enough. I just listened to the demo. I was like, yep, it's a Marshall. Bye. Um, yep, it's Marshall circuit using JFETs instead of tubes. Yeah. With a boost. They have a Variac control on it, though. Which I don't could understand. be interesting. So you get that Eddie Van Halen brown sound thing. Oh, yeah. Okay. Where apparently he changed the voltage. Yep. Is it uh, like kind of like also does that is um Angus Young tours with Variax yeah. to keep voltage consistently. Like a lot of actually a lot of places do that now. Well that's like what's that one uh thing it's advertised everywhere. There's there's a like a pedal, not a pedal, but like the I can't remember what it is. Never mind. One of our listeners is gonna know what I'm talking about. You gave him so much detail. It's a guitar voltage regulator thing. Pedal. A pedal? Uh, The control? Amp RX. It's, hold on. The brown box, tube amplifier input voltage attenuator. There you go. That's what it was. It's 350 bucks. Gosh. Anywho. How much is this? Uh, a pretty reasonable. Whoop, nope, never mind. Two hundred ninety dollars. <laughs> much? Two hundred ninety dollars. American? American. Oof. Nope. That's a big negative for me, Ghost Rider. <laughs> All right. I mean, I like the look. I mean, it looks great. Has a real. I really like the the golden black. It just—I mean, I like it. Uh, it looks like a Marshall. Yeah, I mean, it's got Marshall knobs. It's—I love the presence base. Like, I love the EQ. Is like the gold part of the head. I, I like it. I like the look. I wish it was. I wish it was two hundred dollars. That's fair. I think two hundred is completely fair. Well, I mean, two hundred dollars is like what most pedals cost right i mean but for a marshall in a box i mean usually you can find those for about 150 180 yeah now if you really want to get something cheaper you could look at the tc electronics paul gilbert mojo mojo overdrive is it still 40 dollars? it's 69 <laughs> nice yeah all right you know what i'd pay 69 bucks just because it, like they said it as that price what did they really change on it from the regular um, mojo mojo it's got a different color so different colored now. knobs purple with uh white knobs creamish maybe cream um let's see the central toggle switch no longer chooses between two voices instead it takes the pedal up to 11 adding extra attack and gain so um i mean that seems to be the thing that's the big change. Uh, I mean, apparently, it's like the perfect chicken tender, combining juicy and crunchy in the most delicious ways possible. That's the exact quote. 
Who said that? Who was that? Think? Paul Gilbert. That was Paul. Gosh, Gilbert. dang it, Paul! I love the demo. Like, there's there's few demoers that I'll watch the video for. This is one yeah. where it's just like Paul Gilbert's going to wear a ridiculous thing. He's just going to ramble for the entire time, and then they're going to go. He's going to play and make. He's going to play and make ow faces. Yeah. That's how he plays. He's always doing the ow. That's his thing. Like, dude, if if it hurts that much to play, stop playing. Yeah. Ow. I mean, the the fun part is he legitimately uses this. Right. So. That's yeah, great. I mean, I'll I'll say one thing about Paul Gilbert. He's really big on if his name's on it, he uses it. Yeah. So now he's got two. He's got the was it the PG fourteen. PG fourteen. Yeah. Now he's got them in the Mojo Mojo. So which, now they're both I mean, signatures, he, and they're both on his board, and he uses both. I always wanted his signature flanger, the aeroplane thing or whatever it's called. Could not tell you that one. It's it's real. It's by Ibanez. Let's see. Ibanez, Paul Gilbert. Flanger. Airplane Flanger. Yeah, that's it. Airplane. Still make it? AF2, yeah. Oh, 130 bucks. Oh, $60 shipping. Yes. So. Hmm. It looks like they're all out of stock. They were 150 bucks new, I guess. So now people are selling them for 200. Sounds about right. I don't know. I don't want a flanger that big though, but I do like that flanger. Anywho, 69 bucks. It's not bad. It's pretty cool. Speaking it's, of, it still goes with the current theme of TC Electronic has yet to release a new pedal. Yeah. In a while. But anyway, um, while we're on the topic of signature pedals, signature. Oh, I see. I saw where you're going with that. Yeah. All right. So KD KHDK <laughs> unveils the Ascendancy Limited Edition Trivium Signature Overdrive, Signature Overdrive pedal, so you can get both Corey and Matt's beefy drive tones from one pedal. Only 333 are being made. Okay. Um, I'm not a big Trivium fan. I'm not going to lie. The bulk of my Trivium was from when Jared Dines filled in with them. Yeah. And that's all I really know. Yeah. They have a song called In Waves. That's the only thing I really know. That's the only song I know by them. Anyway, this is 250 bucks, available direct and probably sold out. Probably. Because it went on sale last Friday. A lot of hardcore fans. Trivium's a big band. Yeah. Yeah. I actually kind of like the the prototype more than the the real one. Just say yeah, it looks pretty that. dope. Wait. Hold on, I can get that far down. It's on the it's on the KD, KHDK website. Okay. So it's got a mid boost, a headroom switch, and a tightness switch, tone volume, drive, knobs. So looks pretty flexible in terms of what you're gonna do. I'm these are high gain guys though, so it's it's just gonna be you know. We should do a morning it. we should do a morning glory clone and call it the morning view. But that's like not the sound for morning view. I know, but I know, but still. 
It's got mourning in it. Don't judge me. I can hear you over there just judging away. I'm trying to see if you can still buy the KDHK. Um, okay. All right. Well, I'll I'll distract the listeners with a out of funny stock. joke. And no don't for you, don't you dare say that joke on air. I was going to say say the second joke. That's the one I was thinking of too. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. No, don't, don't, so, don't, 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 no, no, no. Okay. No. So don't tell either joke. Don't tell either joke. So right, if you want to talk joke. about a joke, we could talk about how Orange has revealed their new Aid Emsley designed <laughs> guitar, the OE1. Tell us the price, Bob. $5,000. Yeah. Nope. And it's, it's, so it's a Les Paul with an ugly ass headstock. The headstock looks like the old. Uh, uh, the Honestly, it looks more like a Gretsch Les Paul. Where are those? The Duo Jets? Yeah. Looks closer to that. How, but, what do you. Hey. So you can get. This comes four knob, three, two humbucker. Well, you can do two filter trons or two P90s. Block inlays, three per side headstock, stop tail bar. Fancy binding. I just one orange is a weird brand. It's I don't like their amps anyway. So like yeah, I've never said I want to get that orange sound. That was a clear pick guard. Neat. Yeah, good on you guys. Uh, I mean the color scheme is. Looks all right, but I don't know. Not my thing. I'm moving on. Oh, they gave me an extra sweet and sour sauce. Thanks, McDonald's. Sorry. Ah, <laughs> uh, speaking remember, of remember on. when we started, and I was like, "Hey, are you done with your dinner in a way that's not going to make noise on the mic?" And you're like, "Yeah, yeah, we're good. Let's just go." Well, in all fairness, the food didn't make noise on the mic. I did while talking to my food. I heard the bag. Loud <laughs> and clear. It's going to ruin the whole episode. Listen, I just want to point out uh, that extra sweet and sour is du- my double portion, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I named it and claimed it. Do you still have that Joel Osteen quotes cube thing? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that went with me in the, the divorce. <laughs> Glad you didn't lose everything. <laughs> <laughs> I got the guitars and the Joel Osteen cube. <laughs> the rest had to stay at the house. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can play guitar and get inspiration. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Speaking of inspiration, this next guy needs to get some. Uh, so a while back, sorry, that was really mean. <laughs> but anywho, a while back we talked about this guitar. We saw a Kickstarter or something for. Um, I oh, remember just, the video. We didn't see Kickstarters. It was like oh, like, it was an article. I, it was yeah, just a it, random it, it article, was like a clearly paid article in a guitar magazine. It was yeah, probably this one that we're reading right now. Um, anywho, 
Do you remember whenever they used to call them zines? Yeah. Zines were something different, but yes. Whatever. I don't want to talk to you anymore. Yeah, that was my drink. All right. Um, so we saw this article. It's five in the we, afternoon, by the way, everybody. That's that. It is. It is six eleven p.m. in my time, and we've been on this call for an hour and what? <laughs> hour and a half, maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the episode's only what thirty minutes long. Yep. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So the, this guitar is it's a modular guitar where you can swap out the pickups fairly easily because half of the guitar comes off. Um, it's like a, it looks, it, it, the old one was a, like a cutting board and another cutting board. Right. Now this looks like a cutting board and another cutting board. But in this, ta- this time, a toddler drew the guitar shape before he cut it. Instead of Stevie Wonder just using a drill. Or a sawzall. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, it's not the worst idea no the idea it, it, it is definitely a decent idea execute executed extremely poorly like i actually i don't think like whoever made this should be executed having a wood block that comes in and out i actually think looks all right it that like that part actually looks okay yeah but the guitar shape still looks terrible it's the horns um, those are uh, look how tall those horns yeah. are it's still held that, in place. By, to... It's held in place by magnets, so I'm still not. I'm not like. Oh yeah, no, I don't trust it. Yeah, I don't trust it to fall out or not. What's interesting is so he has launched a Kickstarter now for it. Uh, oh, how much? Where it it? Comes, how much is it? How much? How much? Where it comes with one module for the first yeah. ten backers at nine ninety nine. Um, nine dollars ninety nine cents. Sign yep, me up. Nine hundred ninety nine dollars. Uh, I'm and then need my each, back. each of the block that comes in out with electronics were set at $425. I just threw up a little. And so now they're selling at $1,200 where in the modules have gone up to $445. So it's, it's how, much, how, much how cheap gotten? the guitar is compared to the module. Uh, yeah. Cause the guitar, I mean, most of the money's in the module and I get, I, these must be okay. So say he's buying pickups at retail. Mm-hmm. Two hundred bucks for pickups. Hey, you know he's getting them on Wish.com though. Maybe. Like I mean, like if you're putting like Seymour Duncan's or something in that, you're looking at like two hundred bucks usually. Yeah. But it's just I don't. The money on this just seems off. Like I feel like the guitar should probably cost more unless that's like a guitar fetish neck or something like that i don't this whole thing still just doesn't feel right and also it still feels like some dude's making this in his garage but trying to figure out how much so brian apparently said i thought this guitar would be two thousand dollars oh my god we got all right you know what screw it we're doing this Wait, are you we are recording. We're recording the episode right now. What? Do, why are we having a chat? Who was that? Who was it? I think that's Jason. <laughs> that's Jason, Jason started the call. Is it like, yeah. Did they change where <laughs> the button is or something on? 
our Facebook Messenger. Is that why we keep having all these butt dials from our group? I don't know. Because we had one from Ben that. the other day. And now we have one from Jason. Oh, Jason left. All right. Wow. Oh, this has been great. All right. Well, Brian is high uh, on drugs because if you thought this guitar was $2,000, you're paying too much for things and you're high on drugs. Who's Brian? Uh, on the website on kickstarter.ferngutars.com, it says, in quotes, I thought this guitar would be $2,000. And it just says, Brian. So Brian I, I'll, I'll actually, that. I'll give it to Brian. If this is American made guitar, yeah, I would expect this to be $2,000. Not with the not with that look. I don't think so. Hmm. Uh, I don't think this is going to get fully backed. I think it already is. I think he only asked no, for twenty. No, it, it it launches June fifteenth. That's uh pre-orders begin. Is what the website said. Oh, actually, they have okay. pre-order commitments already, so that it looks like they're at about they they wanted to get twenty. They're at about an eighty-five percent level there, so okay. I'm guessing they're at about seventeen people committed. I don't know about that. What kind of pickups are those? They've got an embossment on them. Also, his route is still sloppy. Look at all that chipping. Mm -hmm. And like, it just doesn't mate well. This is still some dude making it in his garage. It just is. Yeah, it says it. It's a one-man operation. Ugh. <laughs> all right. Well, let's, uh, you want to? <laughs> yeah. All right. We're going to do our topic. Want to go into our topic? Yeah, um, should I read it the way I wrote it? <laughs> no. Okay. I thought we were Profan doing the, I thought we were doing the group one. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, mine was I, I liked mine though. Hold on. All right. Um, we actually have a uh, listener submitted question. Um, so here it is. Yes, exactly. And and no cop outs like you guys did on the uh, signature rig though, because you guys just fucking pick some random like, oh, give me that guy's rig. No. Um, oh, I messed up. Hold on, hold on. The original question is the, was Rack Gear and why it needs to make a comeback. Followed up with this voice message. On that one was build a rig. I, I, I think was build a rig out of entirely out of signature gear and or gear that people are known for so an example might be the you know a particular pedal from this guy a head from that guy another pedal from this guy uh a guitar from that guy and you know whatever this signature or something or like all right tom so fuck you we're not doing that we already did that um, <laughs> yeah we already we we did that but we didn't do it the way he wanted us to do it and we are not puppets sir we don't just dance. We're not monkeys that you just train to do whatever you want. Well, you kind of. But are, I do. But, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of a monkey, but I do like the, what they were talking about beforehand. Before he went on his pissed off tangent about how we didn't do his other question right, um, which he went on to have four. Wait. I'm still scrolling. Three, three, three very long <laughs> messages in our group about his rig that he would have built. Um, 
<laughs> which maybe we'll just get him on one episode and just let him just go off um but i did like where they were at with rat gear and white needs to make a comeback and jason fuzzmonger who decided to call us just now um and said you all have to go full rack mount weight isn't an issue what's your rig look like so i think that would actually be kind of cool um and we're not going to do the cop out really because we talked about it before the episode and there's a definite easy cop out for us but um who says i'm not going to do it i'm not going to do it all right, I'm going to kind of do it. Uh, so, rack mount. Um, that includes amps. Uh, Scott, you want to do yours because it'll be really fast? What, 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 sorry. You, the question is, rack mount. Scott, do you want to go first? What, what, can you, can you phrase this as an actual question? Okay, rack mount gear that you would use. Weight is not an issue. Go ahead and go, Scott. Kemper, rack mount yeah, edition. Oh a drawer with all my current pedals in it. You're gonna piss Tom off so bad. <laughs> MIDI controller out to wherever I'm playing. Can you say which MIDI controller? Uh, I'm relatively indifferent. We're about to just go with the topic that I had typed out. <laughs> I mean, like, rack-mounted gear had never went away. That's the thing. It's just, like, it stopped. You stopped having a single... Mm. You, you, we, we, we went from rack units that did one effect to a pedal, and now we're back to a multi-effect unit that can be rack-mounted. And that's that's been the thing. Like, yeah, rack, rack units are awesome because everything's stable and stays really secure and can be trans-wheeled are... out. Rack units are good for bands that move their gear quite a bit. If you're using a loading dock, yes. If you're a dude carrying your board in and out of church, no, no, you know, I did rack mount at church actually, but I had a I had a road case that had a spot for my amp heads, and I I used uh, two amp heads. I had my Bugera V55 and my Jet City J20H, and um. I had a rack mount tuner, uh, some other rack mount gear, a, a, a multi effects, a delay. But uh, I would, I don't know. I don't think it went away, but it definitely it was never not went away. What, well, what, what happened was everyone did pedal boards in the 90s, right? Like they did those like homemade things. And then right. MIDI stuff got good enough to the point where, hey, guess what? You kept all your pedals, but they went back in the rack. And that, then they had the multi-controller or whatever right. space station board thing. So rack has never gone away. It just keeps changing how you do it. But like most most professional artists, all their stuff's in a rack already, regardless of what pedals they use. Right. So the only uh, person I, I can think of, like, the, the, the biggest pro I can think of that was anti-rack was um, Josh at Red Hot Chili Peppers. He was still adamantly yeah. like, I'm going to have a board full of pedals, but he also notoriously, he had cables go out on him constantly. Oh, yeah. Like he had a pedal board problem the time I saw him. And he saw his um, tech come out and they fixed it mid-song. But they're a band that jams so much that they just groove with it when his gear's not working and it's like fine. Yeah. Uh, 
shit i just had one i mean mike from incubus doesn't use any if if he does it's very little rack mount gear still i believe so because again like that was the his heyday that most of us think of him as is still like early 2000s right so that was before everyone went back to the the midi controller thing yeah i don't know that was last i checked let's look it up dead air as google as ds googles <laughs> like from incubus's yeah. current rig yeah i i don't know i i know i know a lot of people are like th this this question came about from partly jason being obsessed with those synergy modules yeah i need an rack to kind of house all of that stuff together which essentially you're using a rack because he's doing a four unit rack it's basically using a rack in lieu of an amp head is really what he's doing it allows him to modularly build his amp head with whatever power amp and preamps he wants that's essentially yeah. what he's doing hmm. well i would probably uh <clears throat> for amps i would probably do kemper and i'd probably do a kemper and line six rack mount situation where i could use a lot of line six uh effects and run the kemper um in one of the effects loop and use it as the amp uh i would probably all right use... so you're at the the kemper rack is three units tall as is the helix so you're at six units Okay, how many rack. units do I have? I don't know. Let's call it like if you're really wheeling one in, let's call it eighteen. Okay. Um wireless. Yep. So that's how many one you're gonna, you're gonna do a rack mounted tuner too, just to flex on everybody. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so rack mounted one. tuner. Then you got um, the Furman with the Furman yeah, power, power conditioner. conditioner. Yeah. Let's see what else we got. Um oh the uh patch panel, S a drawer. The 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 SDD, Korg SDD with three thousand is that the rack mount one too? Didn't you have the pedal version of that? No, I was about to get it and the deal fell through. Oh yeah, I was really excited to get that one. <sighs> Thanks. Thanks a lot, bringing up that heartache. Uh, SDD three thousand rack mount. Um, I would get the uh, Dunlop Crybaby rack mount. So you could do uh, uh, the slash move where you have multiple crybabies all over the stage? Yeah, and Kirk Hammett. So let me get this straight. You have a Helix and a Kemper yeah. in this rig, yeah. and yet yeah. you still want to use an analog wah. That's not a real analog wah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Listen, I'm not. I'm not really gonna buy this shit, dude. <laughs> like, you know that, right? Like, we're not really planning this out. No, no, this is this is the rules. You gotta go buy this now. Oh, um, uh, Cameron Diaz. You can't afford it. Gonna... <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> um, uh, I'm trying to think of whatever. 
I don't know. I don't know a whole lot of. Dude, what's going on in our group chat right now? I don't know. I'm not even looking. I don't. I'm not looking at my phone. I think what's... Tom Kelly is going to try to marry Jason Fong, Fuzzbonger's parent partner. It's getting weird. Okay. It's getting weird. If you want to see more weird, you can join our Patreon. Yeah. Um, go to patreon.com slash the effects loop and you can become a part of this weirdness. Uh, cause apparently we're doing like wife swaps, I guess. I don't know. Um, you're but... the one who suggested it. <laughs> oh, I mean, technically I'm doing the ultimate wife swap, I guess. Oh. oh, and on that depressing note, thanks for joining us, guys. Go to theeffectsloop.com. You've got all of our links on there um, for our Facebook group, our Instagram, our YouTube, uh, our Patreon. It also has our email address, theeffectsloop at gmail.com. You can hit us up with topics, suggestions, or if you uh, just want to like hang out, you know, if you're in the Knoxville area driving through and want to buy me some Waffle House, uh, I'll give you my number. <laughs> so... I think we wrap that all up. Yeah. Are you just going to be quiet? All right. There's that heavy sigh, guys. For the effects loop, I'm Diaz. I'm so done with this. We'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Say it. Say it.
the world should be one Hate annihilated, every heart is one Love again, so Don't bother me